Established in 2020, the Author's Porch is a space for authors to share their literary works of art. Founded by C.J. Ives Lopez, the Author's Porch puts authors first and becomes a premier destination for all at every level in their careers. When you join the Author's Porch, we want you to think of us as a beacon of light, bringing you home to a porch where your family is waiting to usher you into your greatness. From live cast to podcast, blog posts, and most recently, the magazine, the Author's Porch brings promotional services and advice to authors to get their writing published. Whatever the issue, the Author's Porch connects writers with the service desire to create their dreams into reality. Hey everybody, hey everybody, welcome to the Author's Porch. We are excited to be here with you. We are also excited to have A.G. Billig here on the show. How are you doing, A.G.? Hey, now I'm that I'm here with you. <laughs> I'm doing great. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for rescheduling with us. So <laughs> funny story, guys. We had A.G. scheduled the day that Facebook and Instagram went down and we were messaging each other. We were like, um, should we reschedule? <laughs> It was that great unknown of what was going to happen. So I'm glad that we were able to quickly reschedule and bring you right back on because I was like, I really need to talk to her. And I'll tell you why in just a minute, because I want to give you guys an introduction of who she is, because I already know who she is. I've been um, kind of following a little bit of AG's work. Um, so AG is a published author, a public speaker, an author coach, and the founding I told you I was going to mess my words up, didn't I? <laughs> Everyone else is used to it right now. That's proof it's live. So, yeah. <laughs> She's also the founder of the award-winning blog, Self Publishing Mastery, one that I read frequently. She's a frequent pre presenter at writers' conferences in the U.S. and Europe. As an author, she writes fiction and nonfiction books revolving around love. Books that hopefully over the years will have lit a spark in people's eyes, giving them more confidence and hope. Books that will have empowered them to love themselves, love what they do, and love their lives. As a self-publishing expert and author coach, A.G. Billig uses her book marketing and publishing expertise to help authors become successful. Her key areas of expertise are brand building, traditional media and PR, book launch events and campaigns, public appearances, including audio and visual interviews, and mindfulness tools for writers. Again, thank you for being here. You know, um, I watched you on the Author Learning Center not too long ago. You were giving a course about how to utilize your YouTube channel to promote your author career, one which I thoroughly enjoyed, by the way. Thank you. Thank you for joining and thank you for being there. And I think you should be doing that as well, uh, <laughs> you know, since you've been doing this, this uh, interview series for a while and this is your area of expertise, too. But yeah, YouTube is is a fun tool to use for for an author if if that author enjoys being on camera. Yeah, I've been doing um, since 2019. I've been interviewing, but I've been on this author journey for about four years, just trying to learn kind of what's my gig 
for mm-hmm. lack of better words. So what started you on this author journey? What was that that spark that got you started? Oh, wow. How, how many hours do we have? No. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, it's funny. What started me on my author journey was uh, my parents' new car. So I was eight years old. Um, I was born and, you know, I lived my uh, childhood, teenage years and my early youth in Romania. Um, so when I was eight, year, eight years old, um, back in communist Romania, my, my parents bought a new car. And I was so excited about that new car, which was shiny and blue and, you know, smelled like a new car. And I wrote a composition, like, a, you know, like the school composition they, your teacher would ask you to write. And my father said, hey, you, you've got something going on here. So he encouraged me to pursue this passion for telling stories. And then I went, um, uh, I, became a, I became a member of a literary circle and I, um, um, I won some literary awards. And then I got distracted and became a radio host and a TV host and pursued my, you know, my college studies. And I took a long, long break uh, from writing. Um, And then in 2010, I was still not sure about what my life purpose is. And this is another theme in my books. And um, I think we all come here with a life purpose, with with a unique gift that we are supposed to express and put out in the world. Um, So for me, that was a permanent question I had on my mind. And I was like, what's my life purpose? And um, somehow this idea of being a writer returned into my space. And lo lo and behold, in 2012, uh, I went to the London Book Fair. And um, for those of you who don't know, that is one of the major events for the traditional publishing industry. Now they are aware that self-publishing is getting bigger and stronger. So they have a track dedicated to self-publishing. But in uh, in 2012, I went there um, with a manuscript. I had an idea for a short story story collection. Mm -hmm. So I had four short stories. And then I wrote a bio the way I imagined I should write my bio. And I mentioned my literary awards, one in Romania. And I just went there hoping to land a literary agent. And um, I have to say, I mean, trying to um, talk to the, it would probably be easier to talk to the president of the United States Mm -hmm. (laughs) than talk to a literary agent at the London Book Fair because they are in a separate area. Um, They have security and the security guy won't let you uh, go by unless you you can prove that you have an appointment. So I I actually got an appointment with a lady from California who is representing um, She's mostly interested in books, um, spirituality, um, and she's a, she's an agent, but she's also a publisher. So she was interested in talking to me. So she wasn't there where the where the agents were. She was on the first floor where the where the booth were, and she said, you know, I'm not actually I'm not interested in this short story collection. But if you have another book that's more like spiritual oriented, then I'm I'm happy to talk to you again. And as I walked around um, the first floor, I realized that I keep coming back um, in the same place. It was uh, the booth of a small publisher from the Isle of Man, which is part of the UK. And the name is MP Publishing. I love that island. I mean, if you, CJ, and if there are any uh, any authors here who love fairies and and uh, trees and, uh, you know, that 
imagery that comes with the fairy tales, that's the Isle of Man. It's absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So I, I stopped and I said, and this is another important message regarding your intuition, because your intuition is a very powerful guide. And whenever you listen to that inner voice, that's not necessarily in your head, but in your heart, you're going to go through a major breakthrough. So I stopped and I said, hey, are you interested in new authors? And they said, yes. And I, um, you know, I, I uh, gave the portfolio to the editorial manager. And two days after she said, I love your stories. I want to give you a deal. So they wow. gave me a deal for the ebook. And so think about it. I was Romanian. I wasn't a native speaker. Um, it was all just my, you know, desire and, and believe that I could accomplish my, my dream as an author. Wow. And uh, yeah, they gave me a contract and uh, the book, the ebook is still available on Amazon. I was so excited that I, I actually went to the Isle of Man a few months later to sign the contract. And um, they said, we are going to hire uh, a publicist from Los Angeles, where I'm actually live now. I mean, I'm not, I'm in Santa Ana, Orange County, but basically I can say that I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so far away. And they're going, they going to do the book publicity for you. And I was so excited. And then, you know, none of that happened. Beware those of you who dream about landing a deal with a traditional publisher. Uh, but that gave me the, it opened the door for me. It, it gave me the confidence that, you know, I have a chance on the English speaking market with my, you know, with my stories. And um, that was the beginning of my journey or actually a, like the next step on my, on my author journey and on my new life here in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, that's pretty much. And I'm sorry, I apologize for the noise. If, if you can hear that, yeah, there is a. Um, oh, that's okay. We're, we're quite used to noises in this house. We have six dogs, so I'm surprised yeah. that they haven't made an appearance yet, but you know, it's, it's, we have something in common a little bit. You flew to the Isle of Man for a publishing contract. I've flown to the Isle of Man just to have lunch one time when I was yeah. in England. So we've both awesome. flown there for a purpose. Um, yeah. Me, not for a dream purpose, but just for a purpose. And it, But it's a place that we've both visited uh, together uh, for different, very different reasons. But yeah most people don't even know that that place exists. So yeah. that's very, very interesting that we, we have that connection. Yeah. So you, when did you end up moving to the U S and then kind of switching your dream a little bit and going further into the publishing world yourself? Uh, well, um, so um, I've been traveling back and forth uh, since 2014. 2015. Basically, 2015 was my first time in Southern California. Uh, I attended a conference here and I just fell in love. I fell in love with, you know, with the people first and foremost. And I have to say that uh, the American people are the kindest, the most open, the most generous, the most trustworthy people I've ever met. And I've traveled a, a little bit around the world. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity of being here and of being of service and of um, being part of this great community of authors and of this great country nowadays. Um, and um, so, but I actually moved here 2019. So I've been here okay. for about three years now, 
previously though as i was traveling back and forth i've been um you know i, I would spend about six a month a year here in the us and i would be speaking at conferences here um on the west coast uh what attracted me to drew me into self-publishing was first of all um i also have a background in pr and marketing so i kind of knew the ropes and you know what i would need to do to promote myself as an author but then again london book fair that was another major turning point for me london the london book fair 2015 and i adore telling this story you know i i keep telling it and telling it i never get tired of it <laughs> so by 2015 they they already have this uh, self-publishing uh, this track on self-publishing added to the conference or at least they were kind of talking about self-publishing and um um once you know this whole travel restriction and things kind of get back into to get back to normal I highly recommend you as an author attend the London Book Fair at least once in your life. You can purchase a, a ticket and then you have access to, you know, you can walk around, look at the booth. Uh, they have many panels. Everything is free. So you can just go there and get inspired because they bring the best of the best. So mm -hmm. they had this conversation which um, was moderated by, uh, by, an, by an English journalist. But we had on this panel that there was CJ Lyons. She's an American author. She's very, um, very successful. She writes thrillers and mysteries. Um, and she said, and she's self-published. And she said, I'm so thrilled to be the CEO of my own media empire because I have my website, I have YouTube, I have all these things that I can manage. And I was like, oh, you know, I used to be a radio host and I used to be a TV host. How wonderful. I, can, I could do this on my own. And then there was Mark Dawson. Those of you who you know um, uh, are interested in learning more about Amazon ads, uh, for sure you mm -hmm. must know him because he's one of the uh, trailblazers when it comes to self-publishing. So he's one of the first authors uh, who I think uh, got into the six-figure, seven-figure a year uh, revenue mm -hmm. just from selling eBooks, not books, just eBooks. And he's he's British. He also has a podcast, uh, but Mark Dawson said, you know, um, I, last year I made half a million dollars with my eBooks on Amazon. Well, he has like book series. He has 20 books in, in his series. So he's, he's built a back, a huge back catalog and mm -hmm. he's a really good marketer. And um, the, he's, the, he has an interesting story. If I if I have a couple of minutes to share with our viewers, CJ, let me know if that's yeah, definitely because he started as a traditional published author. Only it happened to him the same thing that happened to me. His publisher didn't put any money into marketing, so his books ended, you know, staying on the on the bookshelves in 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 bookstores, and nobody would would buy those books. And of course, the, the publisher said, okay, I'm going to drop you. So they mm -hmm. dropped him. And for a year, he, um, you know, he was so, he was so sad that he didn't, he didn't write a word. And then he said, after a year, my passion for story, storytelling was so, was so, so, so powerful that I had to get back to writing. And he was commuting. He said, I was commuting from where he lives, suburban, suburban London, to his office for two hours. And every morning, while well, you know, you know, like how a subway is probably, or public transportation, many people crowded, noisy. 
but he would just use that time to write and that's how he built his you know his books and his, wow. his back catalog and think so 2015 half a million dollars a year with ebooks i know people and now i'm working with a client a very nice gentleman who wrote you you had him on on your show harry d sharma yes dr sharma yes he's fantastic he is and such a nice personality yes uh, but he said i want a hardcover so he believes in hardcover uh, yes but ebooks can be depending i think especially for romance you know or thriller mysteries ebooks can be as lucrative as as um as paperbacks or hardcovers especially now with Apparently, there is an imminent crisis with uh, print books and delays in ship in uh, printing and shipping and all that stuff. So, um, ebooks and audiobooks are great alter alternatives for authors who are looking for, you know, building uh, a revenue stream like a real revenue stream. So, uh, yeah. So, hearing all those um, uh, all those inspiring stories from authors at the London Book Fair in 2015, that kind of prompted me to. I like self-publishing and having already, you know, that experience with my traditional publisher, I said, why not? Let's learn how to do it and uh, see if I see if I can do it. And also I realized that self-publishing is, is here to stay. And because, as I said, I love telling stories and uh, I love telling other people's stories. And, and, and I'm curious, I said, why don't, why don't, why wouldn't I create something that's similar to Publishers Weekly, like a place for self-published authors to find resources and connect mm -hmm. with each other? So the idea of self-published mastery came to me and said, yeah, it would be a place to interview authors and, and experts and give them advice. And, um, and uh, I created that. And one, as I said, one thing led to, led to another. So you created your own empire. You said, you know what? You're not going to give me the publicity I need. I'm going to create my own publicity, my own empire. And there you have it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, right now, it's like, I think I have a few, I, I, I think I have a, not a few bricks in the wall. Uh, like I have the, a foundation. Uh, yeah. it, it, it still needs to be built. But um, I remember I was so... Um, so ecstatic, so enthused with this idea of creating self-publishing mastery and of being of, of service and of telling these this stories and uh, helping others from around the world connect. Because nowadays, English is, I think, is the new um, global language. So wherever you go on the planet, there are people who understand English, who speak yeah. English, who read um, uh, books that are written in English, even in Romania. Um, people are reading uh, books in english so mm -hmm. it is a it is an amazing opportunity especially for for native speakers and authors here in the us to actually reach a global market because with the internet you know we can mm -hmm. reach uh, authors all over the world and and uh, of course you don't need a translation <laughs> yeah you know i i traveled to so many places i actually um I thought I was going to have opportunity to go to Romania. We were in Bulgaria for a couple months and the other team got to go to Romania, but I didn't. And I was very upset, but you're right. The global market is so open now that we have an opportunity. And even with what we're doing now, you know, I'm talking to someone in Los Angeles while I'm sitting here in Texas, like if we're right next to each other. So I think 
the opportunities are there. People have to change their mindset and open up their eyes and start accepting the, the opportunities that are out there versus only sticking with one way. Um, yep. You know, like the, the hard copies versus the soft copies versus the e-copies. Um, me, myself, I'm an e-copy girl, but if I see a book that I really, really want to read and it's only a hard copy, I'm going to get the hard copy yeah. because even though I'm not a big fan of hard copies, I need to read the book. So what I'll do is I'll re-gift it. Um, I have Which to say, yeah, so this is not my book, but I, I, I you know, it's like some books are really, uh, it depends on the book, but a book like this is really nice as a, mm -hmm. as a hard copy and it looks good, you know, with the, with the, with the pictures yeah. and yeah. it looks good on the bookshelf. Uh, but for a book like this, this is one of my self-published books on, on relationship. I don't think you need this book, uh, this kind of book as a, as a hardcover. I think if you publish it as a paperback and especially mm -hmm. a paperback that's easy to carry, you know, to put it in a, for, for a lady to put in her bag or, you mm -hmm. know, I like to read in bed, so I won't read this book in bed, I can tell you. Yeah, I've got my Kindle for that. <laughs> I've yeah. got my Kindle. Yeah, I have it too this year. <laughs> so one of the things that um, you had in your bio is you like to write books about love and loving yourself and that self-exploration of love. And what is it about that topic in particular and that self-exploration that intrigues you and makes you want to write a lot about that? Um, you know, apparently what they say is that you like to uh, write or you focus on something that you need or, 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 or on something that you don't have. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that uh, plagued our society until now is that what we experienced, even from, you know, our, our early childhood was that sort of conditional love, which isn't even love. And basically it is the fact that, okay, if you're going to behave, if you, at, at least this is how it was in, you know, in Romania back, back in the day, back in the um, early eighties, you know, uh, it was very conditional. Oh, if you, if you get good grades, then you're going to get a reward. Um, if you're going to break a, a dish, oh, we are going to get upset and you're going to get punished. So mm -hmm. it was a lot of that conditional love. And, you know, later, later as you go in life, even the school system is kind of like, okay, you get rewarded for, you know, you get good grades when you perform well. And then, you know, when you don't perform well, you don't, you don't get those good, good grades. Um, and the, the, as I, you know, as I went through experiences and relationships and starting exploring myself and my, my authentic self and who I really am, um, and started to connect with my true essence, um, I came to the realization that um, love is actually a form of energy. It's also, it is the, the energy that binds the universe together. It is who we are. And uh, it is beyond what we experience when we, are, when we um, become infatuated with someone or you know, when, when we fall in love or when we get used to someone. Um, it is something that's so pure and that's so unconditional and that's so uplifting and non-judgmental that it really doesn't require any adjective or attributes. When you when you say love, it in, it, it it incorporates all of this all of these things that I've mentioned. So the thing is, and the and the other thing, you know, that I I I used to seek for love outside. So I believe, and many of us believe, right, that love is something that we, we get from someone. 
uh, that's something that we find outside of us when in truth it is it is already here it is in our hearts it is in our it is in ourselves and it is by reconnecting to the love that's already present within ourselves then that that then we are we are able to recognize love outside of ourselves and attract that kind of love into into our life so um and you know what they say you know that love makes the world go round so i think um this love i mean this energy that this pure energy of love is something that people especially in times like this um they need to come back to they need to remember they need to incorporate into their lives um because we are like drops in an ocean so the right now the, the 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 ocean is salty right and each drop is salty but think about if each drop one by one would turn uh like a sweet then the mm -hmm. ocean would, would change would change so um excuse me <clears throat> as we return to the love with to, to to the love within then actually everything around us changes because we are all connected, we are all one, and we forget this. Right. So this is a theme that that transpires through my in my books and my stories. Um, not necessarily, you know, I'm not preaching, um, um, but I express, um, I use storytelling to express various stages of love, various um, uh, stages of awareness of love, uh, hmm. you know, various types of love. Um, and um, I think that's my that's my mission here to to remind people of, of this. Yeah, you know, I I find that love is such a complex um, thing in this world that the way that you you're t what you were just talking about how you're expressing it and in different ways as well as showing the different layers of it inside and outside of the body of the soul and how it is energy is very fascinating because it is such a complex thing in and of itself. So I, I really like that. And I, I find it extremely fascinating. I, I think that each, each book that you have having a, you know, that being kind of the, the theme of it and, expressing it in so many different ways will help people understand it and, and it will connect with each person in a different way and and maybe help them understand a part of themselves within the theory of love yeah and that's yeah. very interesting that that was my intention with uh with writing these books although you know i i never saw myself as a as a non-fiction author i've been writing extensively um uh, for about 10 years you for the past 10 years, you know, I've, I've read Wayne Dyer, Neil Donald Walsh, and all the Osho and all this uh, Deepak Chopra, you name it. And uh, I was like, who am I to, to write about uh, love or purpose when we have all these great teachers? Well, uh, um, ultimately, I think each author has an audience and is not just about the words that you put in the book, it's about, you know, the the you know maybe maybe someone doesn't resonate with Wayne Dyer maybe someone will resonate with your books and replace when Wayne Dyer with any any author you admire and just any genre so um oh I chose love a journey from fear to love this is my first nonfiction book and it came to me uh, more like a download it 
uh, happened in 2015. That was another turning point for wow. me. As I mentioned the first time uh, here in Southern California, I remember I was terrified driving on the freeway. And I don't consider myself as a fearful person. Why here I was, I was, what if I get into an accident? And, um, and uh, when I returned to Romania, that was uh, 2015, then there were some terror attacks in Paris. So that year was a, was a really challenging year. Well, we have, that was before 2020, 2021. Yeah. Uh, but I had this idea, I realized that, uh, you know, we live in fear. We live in so much fear. Um, fear comes from, that comes from our, you know, limiting beliefs like uh, fear of death, you know, fear of poverty, fear of getting a ticket. Oh, you, I'm sure if you look into your, I wouldn't say heart, because the heart is fearless, but in, into your mind, you will find different, different fears looming there in the dark. Oh, yeah. And um, then, you know, like the, the, the mainstream media, which always emphasizes uh, violence and shootings and killings and all. And so that that's uh, kind of pro propagating the same idea that we live in, in into, a, into a scary world, right? And where we are threatened all the time. And uh, I just came, I just had this idea, what if I wrote a book that would help people transmute this fear into the energy of love. So mm -hmm. um, I choose love a journey from fear is based on my personal experience with, first of all, becoming aware of my fears and then taking steps towards um, elevating that fear or transmuting it into love because I don't think we can completely eliminate fear from our lives. Mm -hmm. Just keeping it, become be, be aware of it and realize, oh, do do what? Uh, do I have any reason to be fearful right now or not? Mm -hmm. um, so the book has two parts. First part, I'm talking about the universal laws, the laws that govern the universe. Mm -hmm. um, I put things uh, in a different perspective and show that every day, not every day, e every minute, there are people in this world who are doing kinds of, who are doing deeds of kindness, deeds of love. I mean, there is a lot of good happening right now, but we don't know about it because very few people talk about it. Yeah. So just shifting the, the the perspective on on life and the universe, and then just giving um, uh, actionable steps on how to cope with fear and and how to bring more love into your life. Yeah, I I tell people a lot that I don't let fear own me, and that I you know I read um, the book with. I think it was Robert Green or 50 cents green, or, sorry, 50 cents book where he says he lives fearlessly. And I tell people I live fearlessly. Yeah. And somebody told me there's no way you can live fearlessly because fear is something that keeps you uh, safe, this, that, or the other. And I'm like, well, it's a concept. And the concept is you don't allow fear to own your emotions or stop you from doing the things that helps you progress yeah. forward in life. That's the concept. Yeah. Now I'm learning this new concept that you just introduced. You're turning that fear into love. So you take that fear and you don't allow it to control you. You find a way for it to turn into a love of something that helps you change your life and, and i i love that so yeah that's 
That's very interesting. That's very good. Yeah. I'm all tickled pink over here right now because I'm like, now you can take your fear and not only say, well, I'm not going to let you control me. And you're basically pushing it aside and saying, get out of my way. But now you're taking that fear, you're understanding it, and you're finding a way for it to turn into a loving feeling versus a fear. So you're not just putting it aside, which is basically moving it out of your life or over here where you don't have to deal with it right now you're dealing with it you're turning it into a whole different feeling yeah 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 and yeah i mean uh, yeah pushing it under the rug it won't help it will it will just backfire at you um and i think um you know one moment where you can actually transmute the fear and make um is is the moment of making a decision because uh, usually you know we make decision based uh, on fear, oh, I won't do this because it will generate that result, or I don't want that to happen, so I will do that. Or based based on based on love, oh, um, I love uh, being outside in the sun, so I will go in. The, I I will go and spend some time outside. But then you know that would be the love part, but the fear part would be oh, but I was told that there are um uh, powerful solar storms and it's going to cause cancer so i'm not going to do what i love i'm going to i'm not going to sit in the sun so um the moment where you make a decision it's it would be interesting for you to to see what prompts you to make that decision is it something that it's it's a fear or it's something it's love for something yeah so how many books have you published so far which, which number are you on oh i'm only at i'm only at three books so i have the four doors and other stories which is my uh, short story collection and then i have i choose love a journey from fear to love uh which is self-published and then i have this one uh five easy steps to ending a toxic relationship unplug the negativity cord and jumpstart your emotional healing um that's the third one and I'm currently, I, I have a, I have on pre-order another book on relationship um, that's, um, uh, I, 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 that's written mostly for, for ladies, for women. And it's about opening, it's about rising in love and opening your heart because another, another thing, we can experience love when our hearts are closed. Mm-hmm. And usually our, our hearts close to protect us because we don't want to, to get hurt. So we close our heart. But it's hard to let love and to feel the love when the when the heart is is closed and it's hard to experience meaningful relationships and authentic relationships when our hearts are closed so i think um and i think it's really important our families are important our committed uh, relationships are important it is very important for women and men to come together in this sacred union and bring um, their sacredness and their positivity into society so this book is is written to help couples, whether they are, you know, like in a marriage or committed relationship to come together stronger and authentically. And I think when that happened, they actually, they rise in love. And, um, and um, but the, the, they need to, to open their hearts. Mm. Um, and then I'm working on a trilogy that's fiction and it's called the, the, the working title probably to say like that is my life my life swiping right so it's about online dating and again love and love. okay <laughs> that sounds interesting and yeah, when is that when do they do out so the the short the um, uh, 
open open your heart rising love that's uh that's scheduled for um beginning of january as i said it, it is on pre-order on amazon um and um for that book i'm interviewing some um very interesting um people who are like spiritual guides i'm oriented towards more like the new uh, the new voices in the spiritual community right now, because uh, there are really some interesting young voices that, that need to be heard. So I will incorporate those interviews into the book. And then uh, with my novel, I'm in the final stage of editing. Uh, I'm working with Sherry Hollander. She's, she's my editor. And I'm not sure I have two agent interested. So with that book, I might, uh, you know, I might go traditional. Uh, okay. Because that's another thing as an author, you can always decide, you know, you can decide, oh, this book is a good book for, you know, uh, for the, for the self-publishing uh, uh, way, uh, avenue, and then you may decide that another book would be, would do better with a traditional publisher. And you can explore both, both um, avenues and see, you know, when you draw the line, see which one is better for you. Yeah. And I think it's important as an author to explore those sides yeah. versus just just pigeonhole yourself into one because you definitely want to keep your lanes open. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure with the self-publishing mastery, when you have a client, you definitely coach them through those those lanes and help them with that. Right. Yeah. Oh, usually I, I mean, so far I've worked mostly with people who were for the self for for self publishing so but um i can also i can i help people that are um, traditionally published with the book marketing and uh, what i love also is to coach people um mm. you know and walk them through the ropes of learning how to build an author brand and and um, uh, uh, prepare for their interviews public public appearances and also, I think mindfulness, uh, mindfulness tools like meditation, for example, uh, connecting with nature, which are tools that I also recommend in my book, I Choose Love, A Journey from Fear to Love. They can help so much authors to connect with the muse and, and be productive because, yes, you can achieve what uh, Mark Dawson has achieved in terms of you know, financial freedom um, and beyond that. But you need to be productive. I mean, I was talking to a book publicist who specializes in helping clients build funnels, you know, and she was right. I mean, how much money can you make on one book? If yeah. you only have one book, the margins aren't that big. So you'd have to sell millions and millions of copies of that book. Yeah. yeah. So I know you have a lot of advice, but if you had to pick just one for yeah. this show, what would be one piece of advice that you could give to authors that you think would be one little piece of nugget to help them out in their career? Oh, <laughs> you know, you said in the beginning, um, love, love, I think, you know, it, it, all, it all goes back to love. Uh, love, love what you do, love your, love your craft. Uh, I think if you start with the idea, oh, you know, uh, I want to be Mark Olson or and make that that amount of money. I don't think that should be the the end goal. Um, and it depends on your, you know, on your, um, on your, um, on your, um, what is your objective with your with your writing career. But I think, you know, I think a day that we live without joy 
it's a wasted day. So first and foremost, just enjoy, bring that energy of joy into what you're doing because that is contagious. And then the reader will pick, pick on it. And then, you know, um, someone like CJ will pick on it and she will be happy to have you on her show. And, uh, and uh, it will snowball into something big and beautiful that will um, make people's life better. Because I think especially now, uh, authors have this power, a magical power, which is to make this world a kinder place one book at a time. Yes. Whether you inspire someone, whether you uplift them with your humor, you know, you're once you help them change that vibration into something that goes from sad and angry or fearful into something that's joyous and relaxed, then you already you that person is way kinder. She's in a better in a better space. Yes. Whether it's fiction or nonfiction, yeah, authors exactly. are connecting with people every single day. And I find it such a fantastic way to change yeah. people's entire world. And I, I think that you're spot on with how we are just changing the world one word at a time. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I find for every author is a support network that we have that helps us keep going every single day because it is a solitary world when you're writing because it's you that pen and that paper or that keyboard with these thoughts just flowing out of you like you said earlier you had a full download basically on one of your books so what is who is your support network that keeps you going um you know i um i'm uh the authors i help they 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 are a great support for me because i'm really happy when when i see them succeed and when they are happy uh and then i'm part of various uh, authors groups and then uh my friends at black shadow enterprises desiree duffy's company mm-hmm. uh, they are also my support group and and my colleagues and uh I uh, I invite you all to join us at the Bookfest coming up October 23rd, October 24th. CJ will be there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two amazing days for writers and authors. And uh, one of the things that um, Desiree brought to the event this year, which I find fantastic, is that you can actually uh, submit your manuscript um, and if if that manuscript is valuable, probably a literary agent will pick it up and they will get back to you. So you have that opportunity to submit your book to a literary agent from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness. I had to share that in the Authors on the Porch group that we have here for the Authors Porch. I was like, somebody is going to change their lives for that. So that was a great addition for the book fest. Um, where can people find you at? Uh, well, you, I, um, I recommend you go uh, to www.selfpublishingmastery.com. Um, we are building our community. So that's another sport group for me, <laughs> let's say. Um, so feel free to join by signing up to our newsletter. You, you'll get some goodies and then a monthly newsletter. Um, hey, here they are. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> um, and then you can find me on Facebook, AGBLIC, Instagram, AGBLIC author, my author website, uh, AGBLIC.com. Uh, so all these places, basically uh, social media and um, 
and uh, in my author website and then selfpublishingmastery.com. Awesome. I've, I've had a great time talking to you, but I want to hand it over to you for any last words you have before we cut out of here, before uh, these little guys over here start going crazy on me. <laughs> well, thank you so much, CJ, for having me. I look forward to um, seeing you at the book fest. Um, there is, uh, there are two more things that, that are going to happen and I want to mention them, them really quick. Uh, there will be another replay of the, of the webinar, um, the ABCs, um, the ABCs of beauty being for authors that's going, uh, that's going live on, uh, October the 9th, 19th. So next Tuesday, and it's free. And then, uh, on the 22nd at the Louisville, Louisville book festival, that's online and that's free too. Um, I'll do a presentation on um, how to keep your creative juices flowing and avoid writer's block, exactly what we are talking about, mindfulness tools. Um, so you can join that. It's free as well. And other than that, um, just, you know, look at the opportunities that are available to you right now. People are reading books. Uh, there are readers there that are waiting for a book just like yours. So, um, just write and enjoy the process and trust that if this is your gift, then you're going to find your audience and and um, you're going to leave a legacy in the world. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today, G. I'm glad that we finally were able to have this conversation. I know that it's not the last time that we're going to have a conversation. I'm definitely going to learn so much from you throughout the many years that we're going to talk because I predict that I'm going to be like, hey, AG, hey, AG. Thank you. Same here. And uh, next time you're, you're, you'll be my, I'll, I can't wait to have you on my uh, self-publishing mastery talks. Uh, they go like once a, once a month but uh yeah we can talk some more about there about our journeys as authors and and self in and self-published uh, experts and share them the tips with our audiences awesome thank you guys thank you. head over to selfpublishingmastery.com also the authors learning center i forget to mention that sometimes, but I sign up for every single class they have. If for some reason I don't make the class, I always get a replay link. I learn so much from them and I'm telling you it is free. So if you're not attending, you're crazy. I'll just say it. I have no problem saying things blunt like that. Um, don't forget the book fest is coming to you. They're bringing so much great knowledge, fantastic authors, events. You're getting some freebies, some goodies, and a way to pitch your manuscript if that's what you're wanting to do. Uh, the 23rd and the 24th, one day is for authors. The other day is for readers. That's over at thebookfest.com. Join in on all their social media as well. It's brought to you by Books That Make You and Black Show Enterprises. Desiree Duffy is the CEO of that. And don't forget to keep joining us here on the Author's Porch. We have the magazine that released uh, issue number two on the 5th of October. And we will have the next issue coming out in January, which is a thought leader issue. We just want to make sure that we are hitting all of our authors, all of our readers, giving you the things that keep your mind going. And we appreciate you every single week. We'll be back here later on the week with another author. But we are so blessed to have AG today with us. You guys take care and have a fantastic week. Bye, AG. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bye.